Our God is a missionary God, and we are His missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Great Commission, rightly done, always leads to church planting. But if you want to be a Great Commission church, how in the world do you lead your church to be a church planting church? Today on The Scent Life, we have a guest who's going to talk us through that process. So we're excited that you're here. Welcome to The Scent Life. Hey, Kayla. Hey, Scott. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on? Oh, well, I mean, working through the semester at this point. We're closing in on spring break. That's around the corner and happening right here soon-ish. So we're gearing up for all of our mission trips that are going to happen then. You have some trips coming up? We do. We've got two over spring break. Uh, one's North American, one's international, international trip. Uh, taking a group of students to Paris. I'll be leading that trip. Okay. Uh, we're it's a bit of a different take though. Paris sounds, you know, kind of cool, right? We're going to Paris to work primarily with immigrants and refugees okay. who are there from Muslim background countries. Wow. So it'll be an interesting trip. I'm looking forward to that one. And of course we've got a North American trip and we're gonna this is the first time we've done this that I can recall. It's a two city swing. Wow. We're doing mm. part of it in Baltimore and part of it in Philly. Okay. Students can see church planting in both of those places. That's exciting. Well speaking of church planting, yeah. Today's a great day, the scent life. We have in our Sit Life studios, uh, Mike Pittman. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. We've been trying for a while to make it work, and I uh, was excited that we could get Mike in the, yeah. in the studio. Mike's day. a busy guy. For those of you who don't know, Mike, Mike is uh, here in North Carolina. Uh, he is the SEND NC director for our NC Baptist. He also works with the North American Mission Board as the SEND network coordinator for uh, North Carolina. And so, Mike, welcome. We're glad you're here. Man, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, super excited to have you here. Yep. So, so first, I think the first kind of primary question we probably need to ask you is, what is Send NC that you're directing here? Yes, well, Send NC is a co-branded partnership between North Carolina Baptist and the North American Mission Board. Um, many of your listeners are probably um, familiar with the Send Network that started about ten years uh, ago. And the SEND network you know, was basically the church planning arm, is the church planning arm of what happens to the North American Mission Board right. here in North America. Um, a couple of years ago, started having some conversations about what would it look like to have a state partnership where we partnered with North American Mission Board. A lot of back and forth on that because we had seen some states that had done it and we saw things that we liked. And we had some things, to be honest, that kind of caused pause in, in us about what that looked like because we've traditionally, we've planted a lot of churches here in North Carolina, you know, having Southeastern right here in our backyard, incredible Baptist churches all across the state. We've just been really blessed. Also, as the Lord sends the nations to us here. Yeah. Right? So, um, Again, having those conversations, what would it look like? And uh, the results of that was Send NC. So, uh, like I said, 50-50, it's co-branded. That's why we're not known as Send Network North Carolina. But rather, we settled on, on Send NC, and they were gracious to a, to let us be a part of that um, process in that way. Excellent. But the other side of it is that for basically for every dollar that we put into a church planner, 
um, Nam puts a dollar in as well. So it's a it really is a 50-50 partnership, and uh, we're excited for all of the the tools and just the partnership that we have all across the United States with uh, the Send Network. Yeah, that, that's exciting. So when we think about you know church planting, and you guys are leading in that initiative mm-hmm. in the state. Um, talk to us just a second about what is that gives you a real passion for church planting. Uh, there are a whole lot of things a guy can get passionate about when it comes to the work of the Lord, but you, uh, you know, get up in the morning, work your yeah. day, go to bed at night, dreaming about new churches in the state of North Carolina. What is it about makes you most passionate about that? Uh, this is kind of your chance to spill all over everybody who's listening, right? Let's recruit them all. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, it really starts from the fact that I'm a church planner at heart. Uh In 2010, I had the opportunity of stepping out with three of my best friends in the world to begin Vertical Church down in Lumberton, North Carolina. And when we did so, I had been praying about planning for a a pretty long time, about a six-year process that brought me to that place. And I'd been reading a lot of books. Um, got a lot of Bob Roberts in my background there. And so Bob was talking about how there were no church uh, multiplication movements in North America and how churches were supposed to plant churches. And and it just really wasn't happening. So when we were praying about planting this church, we wanted to plant a church that would plant churches, right? So that's just kind of where it started. Uh, Vertical uh, began in 2011. Um, in 2013, 25 months after our launch, we started our first church in the next county over. Yeah. Um, two years after that, we started our third church in about 20 miles to the uh, west of us in Pembroke, where the University of North Carolina at Pembroke was. Right. We're reaching a lot of students from over there. And since that point, so we're 13 years in uh, as of last weekend, and um, the between vertical and the churches that we have worked with and planted, we've got 16 churches in our family in the last 13 years. And so, you know, that's like a glory to God right there. Yeah, right. But this thing was always about we wanted to, we wanted to plant churches. I was working with North Carolina Baptist, doing some church planter training and things like that along the way, not working with them, but just partnering with them because they were super, super incredible to us. They were great. Um, and in 2019, I had the, I was asked to, or 2018, asked to consider coming on board to lead church planning for North Carolina. Man, my heart is that churches plant churches. I mean, that's the bottom line. Churches plant churches. I think it's the uh, 100%. It's the biblical model of what we see when we think about what that looks like. Uh, to be honest, I feel like um, sending churches are really our customer not church planners. That might sound a little funny yeah. because it's churches that plant churches. And I, we say it like this, churches plant churches, send and see can help. And so we come alongside of them to, to help them to bring them down. So what I am super passionate about is helping churches to be reminded that churches plant churches. I think that in many ways we forgot that for a long time. And and churches moved away from sending and raising up and planning. Uh, we we kind of got lazy on the calling out the called in many cases, right? And so, man, when when we get when we get all things back in order again and we quit trying to plant churches. Uh, and the church actually takes the front seat in there, and we're coming alongside of them, that's when I, I believe we really see this thing begin to move. And I see it happening. That's right. And there's conversation, man. It's happening. That's excellent. So 
Churches plant churches. Yes. Uh, I love that. Completely on board with the vision you've got there and uh, excited to hear the way that you're explaining that, where your passion comes from uh, in that work. Let's step back one spot, maybe, yeah. and talk about what is a church plant? What is church planting in general? I mean, yeah. We all use that language a lot. Right. What really are we talking about here? Well, first of all, we know that we don't see, we don't hear the words church plantings. Jesus didn't say go and plant churches, right? But but we obviously see the example of churches going out. We, we see Paul and Barnabas being sent from Antioch to go out. And just the way that Antioch began in the first place, right? The dispersion and and the people that are going that way, and they're just sharing the gospel. And this church is born out of people just living on mission, right? Living on mission, sharing the gospel wherever they go. And the, and Jerusalem sends Barnabas, you know, to go and see. And I love what it says. And we, we talk about this so much, but he saw the grace of God. And I, that just, every time I say it, like, I, I just feel something. He saw the grace of God in his midst when he does that. And man, from that, we see the church, right? Yeah. The church and these guys are sent out. The Holy Spirit sends them, you know, set these guys apart from me. So when, when we think about that, I mean, what, what true church planning is, is what we see Paul and Barnabas doing, right? It's, it's evangelism and discipleship that basically results in the planning of new churches. Yeah. That's what true biblical church planning looks like. And, and, you know, there's many ways that people go about planning churches and uh, some of them good, some of them not so good. <laughs> but, but ultimately, man, when you get that order right, when we evangelize the lost and we make disciples mm -hmm. and we plant churches from the harvest, man, I don't know how you go wrong with that. That's a great mm -hmm. point, great point. So now... Now, you're serving with our state convention in North yes. Carolina, partnering with our North American Mission yes. Board. Some a local pastors listening, um, missions pastors listening, somebody's listening. They think, man, I think maybe God you know, may be leading me to do church planting. You talked about praying for several years about being a church planter. Mm -hmm. What is it that Send NC provides for, does for, these different people that really fosters church planting. So kind of explain to us, you know, what are you guys doing that really fosters that vision, passion that uh, that spurs church planting across the state? Yeah, I think the first thing that we do, it's, it's, it's just been the kind of heightening the example and the narrative. One of the things I super, I felt like was, was really important when I began this work was the fact that I really felt like churches plant churches, and that was how I came on board, and we needed to change this narrative. Yeah. And so over the last five years, like, that's all we talk about, right. right? The fact that churches plant churches. That being said, I think we live in an age right now where people are starting to hear it. Like, like it's not just us talking about it anymore. Like, I almost feel like there's a, there's almost this sense that for churches, many churches, that if they're not involved in sending, like they might, we're not really getting it done. Like we need to be involved. In so, you know, first of all, we're carrying a narrative of we're raising up, uh, hopefully church planners and residencies through our existing churches. We do things like the sending church lab, where we bring guys in for the day and we walk them through what it would look like for them to raise up from within. Be here's the thing I see so often. You guys see this as well. 
we get so concerned about calling out the called. And when we think about residency and things like that, we're thinking about pastors. And if you're going to plant churches, it takes more than just sending a planter. You're going to send people that are going to go and to plant that church yes. with them. And not only that, you guys know this, when, when you offer people to go and to be a part of a mission team, a lot of times your best people are the ones who sign up. It's the ones who have already laid their yes on the table. So they leave gaps. So you're not just raising up people that are going to go and plant. You're raising up the people that are going to take those people's places right. after they leave. So, man, we're doing everything we can to help churches to uh, be prepared to be sending churches, um, helping churches to build out residency programs like we do with our residency builders. Um, and then for the planners, everything from uh, pre-assessment, which is online, assessment retreats, all of our assessment is husband and wife. Um, healthy families are so important in this process. Of course, after that, uh, we do send network training our team right here in the state. And we partner with work not only here in North Carolina, but things like send network orientation down in Alpharetta and send network gatherings around the nation. So, man, we're really building tribe with these planters and helping them to not feel alone because that's a very easy place to get to where you just kind of feel like you're out here on an island. Okay, so we've got this broad understanding now of what you you guys are involved in. Mm -hmm. Scott took it from the angle of maybe I'm interested in church planting. Mm -hmm. uh, let's take it from a different angle. Let's say I'm in leadership in a local church or or at uh, another state convention mm -hmm. or an association or somewhere, and they're thinking through what do we do to lean into this kind of work where we are. So maybe they're here and they're wondering how would we get involved with, you know, North Carolina Baptist in this or send NC in this, or they're thinking, what does it take in our area to start identifying and assessing people? Like what advice would you have for church leaders or ministry leaders that are trying to get this kind of work started in their own context? I think the first thing I'd say, Keelan, that's a great question, is just the fact that um, most churches do not have sending culture. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why a, a, a pastor might go to a conference or they meet a church planner, they come back and they talk to the church about it. And they say, you know, I feel like we should be involved. We should plan a church. And the people look at them, and they go, plan a church? Why, <laughs> why do we need to plan? This place? Shouldn't we concentrate on, right. on filling this place up right. or our church health? It's always like it's church planning or church health you know, and something like that. And it's just not an either or type thing. I just think that churches going forth and reproducing and multiplying is the biblical model is what we want to see. So the first question I'm asking is, do they have sending church culture? Like if they talk about church planning, are people going to think that's odd? Or is this something that we've built up? And so one of the things that we often do is we help churches. We have some documents that we've put together, some brochures and stuff about creating sending church culture. Here's here's six things that you can start doing this week that will help your church to create sending church culture. And it kind of starts with, well, let's just pray for church planters. How about that, right? But let's also, let's talk to our leadership about it and let's share that burden with them. Let's partner. Let's figure out who's some planners that we could get. Let's do a mission trip, uh, even a North Carolina mission trip with a church planner. Let's do this in such a way so that uh, when we start talking about supporting a church planner, which is the first step for many churches, 
right? Good partnering North Carolina Baptist churches that their first step is, okay, what do we do? Well, they could support a church planner and they need to have a, per we want them to not just stroke a check, which that's great, right? But we want them to have a relationship with a church planner so that it becomes personal, just like we do with our missionaries, right? We want them to have a personal relationship because I think if they will do that enough, then eventually they, they'll say, well, why can't we be one of those sending churches, right? And so that's really what, how I would just encourage, you know, I'm asking that question, like, do they have sending culture? Because most churches really do not. Yeah. So when you think about um, your, your task, right? And again, we kind of started this deal off on your passion for church planting and the way you've seen it work across the state. Um, if you're going to kind of speak directly to pastors, uh, other church leaders, what would you say to them uh, as a way of you know, infusing this responsibility, this honor and privilege of being a sending church and church planting church? Yeah. You know, the first thing I'm going to do is I remind people you know, all of our churches had a first service one day. Good point. Right. All of our churches were a church plant for some reason, whether whether it was for a good reason, a birth reason, good, bad, or ugly, right? Every church started, and your church hasn't always been here, right? Yeah. And so I, I'm saying, man, I want you to remember that. And the fact is, is, man, when we look at the lostness numbers across the state, mm -hmm. we know that there is plenty of room for evangelistic new churches that are going to reap their communities. We need to see the lostness of our communities again. Yeah. This is an evangelism issue. It's a disciple-making issue. And I think our local churches need to take responsibility for the lostness in the area, partnering together to plant churches together and what whatever that looks like. And I think that once, once we, it's an evangelistic issue, right? It's a spiritual issue. Once we begin, we, we get open and we and we kind of take the blinders off and we begin to see the lostness again, all of a sudden we're not so threatened by church plants. Yeah. And we start seeing, man, this is a need. Again, it's not either or. It's not, it, should it be church planning or revitalization? No, it, church planning and revitalization. It's not revitalization or replanting. No, replanting and revitalization. Yeah. All three of these all work together. And if you were to talk to Dr. Terry Long from the revitalization side of yeah. what we do, we he and I, we're, we're on the phone all the time talking back and forth. And the ultimate result of good revitalization is that a church starts reproducing and would plant and replant churches. No doubt. Right? Yeah. No doubt. That's a so, great point. Yeah. So uh, this is excellent. I think this is a really, really helpful conversation uh, trying to hit through thinking about church planting, uh, particularly here, here stateside. So if I'm hearing what you're saying, then... I'm maybe looking for some resources at this point. So that's that's the thing I think I'd ask you next, maybe as we try to kind of close down the conversation here. Uh, you guys at Sendency, I'm sure, have got resources that you recommend and suggest either to churches that are thinking, how do I take a first step into this kind of work? Absolutely. Or uh, perhaps other network leaders uh, that are in a situation where they're like, hey, we'd love to see something similar happening in our state or in our region of the country. Assessments, guides, resources that you've got. What are one or two that you guys may have that you'd recommend other people use to start this journey themselves? And where in the world could they find them? 
Yeah. Well, first of all, I would definitely refer them to our website, which is sendnc.org. Okay. And we have different places where everything from find, find a planner mm -hmm. for them to yeah. support to some of the documentation that we have. Of course, we're always, our team, myself, uh, Antoine Lasser, everybody that's on, on our staff is happy to work with and, and to really give some hands-on application as to what next steps would look, look like. You know, as far as like other online resources, newchurches.com yeah. is incredible. It's something that we use uh, in Send NC. You know, it's a, it's a work of Send Network and uh, just everything that's on there. There's some really great courses and things that are going on uh, through newchurches.com. Of course, we're partnering with local churches to assess well and to assess their planters and hopefully to bring them in. Uh, we're looking at things, as I mentioned earlier, the Sending Church Lab. Uh, we're doing, so check this out. So at our next Send Network assessment, uh, Send and See assessment that will take place in Greensboro on March 15th, 16th, we are actually having a Sending Church Lab at the assessment retreat. Okay. And the reason that we're doing that is we want people who are coming to the Sending Church Lab to be able to take a peek into what's happening at assessment. We That's want them to idea. see people at assessment. Yeah. We want them to experience the worship, some of the prayer time, and then we'll pull them out and then we'll spend the day with them. But we're, we're feeling like a cross-pollinization thing and feel like this is a great way. And, you know, our assessment retreat is incredible as it is. Uh, it's really good. We're proud of it and think it's uh, just a super... Uh, it's informative. It's life giving. It's rigorous. Um, yeah, man, it's just it's just filled with grace, and just love that. And so, you know, we're excited to be able to bring those pieces together. And if they'll keep their eyes open, we do. Uh, we're running a sending church lab a few weeks after that up in Asheville. We okay. we'll we continue to do that throughout the year. So, Mike, you guys have a uh, an upcoming conference that you're real excited about. Won't you tell our folks about that? So. Anybody in the area may want to participate. Yeah, super excited. Uh, we are hosting our first Sendency Gathering on April 24th through the 26th. It's going to be at the Billy Graham Training Center up at the Cove in Black Mountain. We've never done anything to this size before, so it's kind of kind of scary and exciting all at once. But, man, we're excited. Uh, the name of the conference is From Here to There. And we named it that because it's not just a church planting conference, but rather it's a conference about the church planting. So we we wanted to, so whether a church is a partner church or a, a church that's a supporting church or a sending church or multiplying church, wherever they fall on that mobilization pathway, we want to help them to move from where they are to, to what's next. And so that's kind of the focus. And so it's church planner focused, but it's not a church planting conference, you know? So we got uh, some great speakers coming in. Um, uh, Andrew Hopper from Mercy Hill will be there. And Tony Morita, Mago Day is going to be with us. Uh, Noah Oldham from Send Network. James Robertson. Clint Darce from here in North Carolina going to be in the house with us. So uh, we're excited. Got worship from uh, Biltmore Worship. Some of the musicians from there are going to be coming with us. So our whole team is going to be there. And Man, we've got the whole cove for, for three days. And so uh, just looking forward to a relaxing yet incredibly inspiring time up in the mountains. How does somebody sign up for this or get it, get it, give more information? Yeah, if they'll go to ncbaptist.org slash events, they'll see the From Here to There conference. 
Perfect. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Mike, thank you so much for your time today. This has been an excellent conversation. A quick flyover. Yeah. What is church planting? How do we get involved <laughs> in it? What are some first steps? A uh, really great conversation. I appreciate thank the work you, you guys are doing for us here in the state. Uh, grateful for that. And for you all who listen, thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to the conversation. I pray that this has been helpful and beneficial for you as well. Uh, we encourage you to to take up the task of church planting yeah. from whatever seat you're in. What does it look like for you to encourage your church in this kind of work? Uh, we can be of help at all at Southeastern. Uh, of course, you can find us here in the Center for Great Commission Studies at thecgcs.org. That's the cgcs.org. You can find out more information about our center there. And of course, feel free to share this with others. And you can hit us up on all the social media uh, channels as well. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of The Simline. Have you been called to ministry? There's never been a better time to answer God's call to prepare at Southeastern because many of our students are able to receive rigorous ministry training in our MDiv program at little to no cost. Visit sebts.edu forward slash MDiv to find out how you can get your MDiv fully funded today.